<laughs> we be live. Oh, we nice. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hello. What's up? Hey. Um, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> okay. Uh, hey. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So this is uh. Hi. Sub bro. Welcome to our Thanks. channel, oh, AC. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, th thanks. Thank you for having me back. Uh, how how are you doing? We're good. Uh, good. We're just gonna pretend like we weren't talking for the last like twenty minutes. Yeah, we've been talking. <laughs> oh for yeah. Hi guys. How how what's how... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wait. Um, let me actually fix something. LinkedIn is being sensitive about the top. Wait. The top. The title is just has your name on it. Why does LinkedIn think that this is not okay? Because no, it's we're my live name. on LinkedIn now. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, because cool. it's me. Because it's me. What you're live on LinkedIn? What? Yeah, they we're do that on, now. We're live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and LinkedIn at the same time. I only do YouTube. I'm totally disconnected with reality nowadays. <laughs> uh, well, you're doing something right. Yeah. Wait, you were you you had something you were showing us. I want to show mine. Oh yeah, I was I was yeah. just. Uh, we were competing uh, with our things. Yeah, I lost. Yours yeah. is bigger. Yeah, mine is bigger. And Armin feels intimidated because of that. I do. Yeah, just look at that. Make the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about... We were talking about... Wait, wait. Yours is a Buddhist one, right? Yeah, mine is a Buddha uh, mala uh, be bead. And, mm -hmm. and Mine is Jewish. Got it yeah. from Jerusalem because I'm yep. a Zionist, obviously. Mm -hmm. oh, your, mm -hmm. Yours says yours is wrong. Mine is right. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> you also have a Sunni Islamic one. Why is why are yours so much bigger? I mean, like, what is it? Is it, is it <laughs> why are you so much bigger? Up there, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah, I also have a. I also have a have a. Muslim thing which I use sometimes and go Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Yeah, you see, like you're such a Sunni. You say you yeah. say Allahu Akbar. Yeah. Because, yeah. because do you don't understand board. that Islam is not about Allah. Islam is about Ali, Hassan, Hussein, yeah, yeah, tell tell us what they do. Tell us what you Shia uh heretics yeah. do. <laughs> the mushrik. We're, yeah. we we are like we are very well versed in the art of shirking. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. why when we use our beats or tasbi uh -huh. we do the imams we do the shia imams we mentioned that we don't we don't bother with allah and who the hell is allah and muhammad <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that islam it has nothing to do with allah muhammad. we just say ali hassan hussein oh. we go oh. through the imams fatima the ahlul bayt like those yeah and ali is a, like as i mentioned to you many times ali is the essence of allah that sounds so disgusting to me yeah. that sounds like that sounds so horrible. That sounds so horrible to me. It makes me, <laughs> it it feel it makes me feel disgust. It makes me want to mm. vomit out everything. Mm. Uh, it's just, it's just it's just a complete sign, a representation of uh, corruption, of blasphemy, right. of deviance, innovation, deviance, deviance really? filth, dirt, shirk, and whatever you want to call it. Yeah, this proves that you still have some Muslim in you. The Hindutva were right. About both of us. Once yeah. and Dutfa were right. Once a Muslim, always a Muslim. 
yeah. you can't change yeah. that yeah definitely definitely yeah 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 that's how it goes that's how it is yeah you you were also mentioning that you know how your some of your experience with she has seemed to be like milder compared to the sony oh yeah i was i was telling you uh (laughs) i was telling you before we started that uh like when when i when i look through the uh online communities of different uh muslim circles and when i look through the uh, circles of salafi numbnuts for example and you know they're they are often very you know problematic mildly put extreme a little and very uh in your face about it yeah and in in comparison the shia circles the shia forums are like very friendly and very nice like in comparison i'm saying of course you know relatively speaking Uh, but then then we discussed that maybe that's because the shia circles that you're exposed to are shias outside of shia majority places which like when, when you're a minority you become a pr like you a lot of people feel like they're representing an entire group of people and they become like as an individual they, they go into marketing like it's not like not in a malicious way like just uh-huh. subconsciously you think that you're representing an entire group of people and as a minority yeah. you become nicer and stuff like that but like maybe shias in iran like ex-shias in iran they have a very different experience like this milder experience that a lot of people have with shias outside of like shia majority places the people like ex-Muslims in Shia majority, they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I lived under like a Shia tyrannical, like theocracy of a Shia regime. Like, yeah, I haven't yeah. experienced anything mild. Actually, I wanted to show you a, a video, maybe uh, to see what you think, right? What is that? This is, this is oh, actually... Oh, Masih Linajad was tweeting this today. Oh, you already seen this? Like, how is it that you've already seen all of this? Like, I Because I'm a Shia. Seen- <laughs> yes, yeah, this is like a secret Shia. I don't like. If, I don't know if you knew that. Like, she's like a hidden Shia. But AP, watch this, okay? So this is like in the yeah. 1980s, shortly after the revolution in Iran, okay? And this is a mother who has spied on her own son for the sake of Islam and given her up to the authorities. And she, this is her telling her him that you are going to be executed and گفتگوست گفتگوی متفاوت با تمامی گفتگوهای مادرانه جهان او فرزند خود را لورا از آن سایه‌ای به زجه ها she's like it's, it's a little bit unclear but she's saying like he's like i would have come back and she's like you should i i, I think she's she's talking about like when would you have come back um and what, she's telling her that this this is the right thing. What, yeah. What, wait, she, she she spied on him for what? What is that? She give she. I don't know exactly. Like he was like against. Like he's one of the people who didn't agree with the Islamic Republic and stuff so like he's that. This counter revolutionary thing, and, she, and yeah. she is giving him up to the authorities. So she gave she gave her own son up she, to the okay. uh, Islamic Republic of Iran, uh-huh. and she's explaining to him here. 
like she hasn't got to the like you're going to get executed for this uh-huh. right <laughs> and she, he's crying because it's her home his it's his own mom that is ma- making like it's basically killing him <laughs> right but <laughs> like, <laughs> it gets worse <laughs> like you're going to get executed <laughs> I'm just like trying to show you like if another face of like she has learned like it's turning a mother against her own yeah, son. I can't tell what he's saying He's saying something about Khomeini. He's, like, I, I he's trying to justify his views, but I, I can't tell exactly what he's saying. They, why, why, why are they in front of a why are they in front of a, in front of a camera and a microphone? Is because the Islamic reached? Republic of Iran published this was on published this on TV as a bragging propaganda. <laughs> like this is this is like look, look this is Channel Three TV. I remember oh this God. as a kid, and they recently republished this. Like this is not just back then. They just recently republished this as like look how much loyalty we have. Like this is not a source of embarrassment for them. This is a source of like this is they open like this is not a leaked thing that they were trying to hide this is something that they're like look how look at the honor look at how much people are uh, are loyal to the islamic republic that they do this not only this they published it about this in the newspaper right so and you can see in the right side it's khomeini saying oh this is khomeini saying that this mother is a true muslim mother like she's a symbol of motherhood in islam um so And they gave her an like Khomeini himself her, himself gave her an award for the for the Fuck. as a perfect mother, <laughs> and you can see on the left side in the 1980s you can see Khomeini, which is now the supreme leader. At that time, he was the imam of the Friday prayers, um, and he's saying that this should this video should make our uh, enemies realize that they can't defeat us. <laughs> I see. The, I see this. I I am familiar with the sentiment, kind of. I mean, I see where this comes from. And th- this woman is basically depicted as an as an an honorable woman of the republic, uh, an honorable woman who makes the nation proud, who makes the Muslims proud, right? That is the. So they basically use this 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 indoctrination of a woman who is ready to give her child up to death as a symbol of pride, and this is what. A mother is supposed to be like yeah and, <laughs> gossam is saying that she was named mother of the year that year yeah. <laughs> oh, for God. killing her mm. own son that's, um, that's amazing it's so sick and twisted that is amazing. And it's, it's really hard to do this in any other way other than like some t- twisted dogma like this right like this is a mother you know giving up her own son yeah. and she thinks that she's doing something like the the, th- the weird part of it is that I mean, everything about it is weird, but another weird thing about it is that she thinks that she's doing, she's being a good person right yeah. now. Like, it, like how t- it takes an extreme level of brainwashing to be able to convince somebody that you're on the good side by doing this. Like, 
she genuinely felt like she's a good person by doing this. I think about that so often nowadays. Though I, I, I think I thought about that just earlier today. I, I was thinking about um, you know there, there are so many people who hate me nowadays. There are so many people who hate you. There are people who want to genuinely harm us, who wish harm upon us. And the thing is, uh, it is it is easy for us to be quick uh, and to haste in uh, you know calling them evil and depicting them as those uh, those evil monsters, the evil doers doers who just want to commit evil and who just want to 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 harm us because they are so evil but that's not really what it is right i mean they are just they just have a their their mind is just programmed twisted washed in such a way that they fully believe that what they are doing is the right and good thing to do because they think yeah. that that you are the monster this mother thinks that that whatever the the son is following is the bad and evil and corrupt thing and she thinks it is the completely right and good and charitable graceful thing to do to give up her son for her son's own good and for Islam and for uh, the nation. I mean, it, that, that's the thing. You, it, it's not. It's not a thing. It's not a divide between good and evil. Mm-hmm. It is that these people justify this thing to themselves because they believe just as much as you and I that they are in the right when they do these things that disturb us and disgust us so much. Well, they're victims themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you feel so? If if you consider them like if if you can consider them as victims, do you are you able to feel any sort of sympathy for people like this, even though they probably like wish upon you a lot of pain and misery? Would you still are you still capable of feeling sympathy for them, given that they're? I do all victims? the time. I do. I, I I see people sending me death threats and people sending me terrible things. People saying horrible stuff about me. Prominent people that I have discussed with before who openly said that I deserve to be killed and all that stuff. I don't feel hate for those people. I think about why they say these things that they say. I I'm, I, I will say very openly. Adadawa, for example, is somebody who said uh, that I should be executed. People like me should be executed, and he, and he will be proudly watching. Uh, my initial reaction is anger in the face of death of that because I'm a regular human my survivals my survival instincts immediately flare up and i and, and I, I become angry and anxious about that but thinking about it further i i i i begin to see him merely as a a figure within this greater game that he is merely a part of very mindlessly uh to be very honest he's a very dumb guy in other terms uh on the other on the other hand for example i don't know um that there are many others you know who convey such messages and they genuinely believe that they do the right thing because what mm-hmm. they care about is not my life or the lives of these you know enemies of islam or apostates what they care about is uh the the eternal life of the muslim community and their own eternal life and allah who is the greatest good so they just uh, take these sentiments, these good sentiments that we have, and distribute them on a completely different, in a completely different way, and give them to other values which we do not share. And so, you know, for, on on their side, from their perspective, they are not evil. And I think about that. I don't, I don't think of them as evil. I just think that they are deluded. For example, it's actually because I have sympathy for them that some people like I actually think it might be better for them because I don't like suffering like there's some people where I feel like it might be better for them if they never reconsidered their beliefs 
Uh You know, like think about that woman or I think about the um, parents who are Jehovah's Witnesses that medically neglect their children because they refuse to let them get a blood transfusion or brainwash their children so much that their children voluntarily refuse blood transfusion because that's against their beliefs. Like if they ever woke up, so to speak, and realize like what they did to their child, like I can't imagine what that suffering would Mm -hmm. be like, you know, like I, to have martyred your own child. Yeah. It, it's a horrible reality. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think like, it might not actually be about like for, I think like for a lot of people, it might be, again, I can't read people's minds, right? Like the dab guys or anybody else who come after us or get angry over things that we might be saying. And I don't, I don't think for a lot of them on the back of the mind is like, Oh, I, I, what is Allah thinking of me? Is this going to save the Ummah? Or is this going to get me to heaven? I think for a lot of them, this is just a tribal thing. As in, I think what's actually happening is like, am I signaling to my community that I'm a valuable member? Do you think it's a lot of that? I think there is that because uh, I know from I know from experience very well that many of these people who openly uh, in public are very, very aggressive, very hostile, and very vile to us can be very nice in the in the background. and they are basically being hypocrites. They are being two-faced. You know, in the back, <laughs> in private conversations, they approach me in a very nice way and talk to me in a very friendly way and even make jokes. Uh, and then in, in public, they suddenly start roaring and talking about how I'm the enemy and this and that. And it just seems like, you know, they're trying to signal to their own tribe that they are uh, being, you know, righteous and strong and humiliating the enemies of Islam and this and that. The issue is there is uh, more to it, I think. There's also, of course, the motivation of... Um, of of some of a certain egoism and a you know a a longing for power on their part not not in terms of you know not that they want to be literally powerful but that they want to gain something by uh having some opposition toward us some hostility toward us uh like all of us i mean you know in all of our actions there is kind of this this implicit uh this hidden motivate this hidden motive of uh you know being on the right side getting something in return being rewarded with sympathy or with uh you know with with pleasure or with rewards from allah in the afterlife or from uh blessings and praise and 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 all that from your from the audience that listens to you and on that pursuit they just say things which they deem necessary to say which you know within their own ideology (laughs) how how do you yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Again, we can't be sure. Just like we're just uh, hypothesizing, but it it would make a lot of sense. You know, I don't. I my my guess is that the vast majority of Muslims don't go through their day making calculations on based on uh, what is Islamic and what's not Islamic. I think the most of the actions, like, and this is not just about Muslims, it's about everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that you just accept and know are socially acceptable and not acceptable speaks to something, you know, biologically within us that wants to be accepted as a 
normal part of society and you're just going with the trend because or else you're going to be seen as an outsider and an outcast and demonized and you just want to be accepted and i think like that would make a lot more sense rather than like a constant calculation of a religious person trying to figure out like is this does allah accept this or not i don't think that's how it works but i might be wrong i don't know um yeah i don't want to um I'm really resisting. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to start uh, philosophizing and acting like I'm this big philosophy geek. But uh, I just. I just want to uh, refer quickly to this thing which uh, Nietzsche talks about uh, very much, which is the whole uh, will to power, which uh, motivates humans in their actions. And he has this big thing where he uh, actually says something that may initially sound uh, very. Uh, which might make you angry when you first hear it, where he says that uh, action. He says that showing uh, pity and empathy, empathy, and you know, showing kindness toward people uh, as a virtue within society is very much uh, is often hypocrisy. Uh, is is very much essentially hypocrisy because uh, when people are showing pity out outwardly showing pity for other people who suffer what they're uh trying to do is not what they're doing uh the the origin of that of that expression and of that feeling is not this genuine concern for the other individual for the other person what they're doing is uh using the suffering of the other person in order to make themselves uh feel better uh, and then also using the virtue of feeling empathy for somebody else in order to make themselves, in order to acknowledge that they are doing the morally right thing by showing empathy for the other person. And then they also want to outwardly say, oh, I feel so bad for this and that guy because they know, they, because they are aware of the reactions which they will get from others when they show outwardly empathy to other people because that will be appreciated by others and you will get sympathy in return. And his whole deal there is not that people deliberately want to deceive everyone and 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 therefore as hypocrites show uh sympathy and empathy what he says is that this is a hidden motive that e that every that each of uh of, of us have and it's completely natural and when people hold on to certain ideologies which uh they apparently live for and which makes them happy then they uh stick to this motive of making themselves happy and asserting uh power and getting something good in return by abiding by certain behaviors and certain uh, values which are part of this ideology that they follow. So, you know, it's all just motivated by a will to, to make yourself better, make yourself feel better, get something good in return, be powerful. That's what he basically says. Did that apply to Nietzsche himself when he was showing pity to that horse that was being beaten by its owner yeah. in the street? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree. Everything, everything at the end of the day is selfish. Even acts of yeah. sympathy is you do it because you feel good. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's good that we feel good about showing sympathy, right? Susanna, you had your hand up. Well, I mean, that fits really well into what I learned in social psychology classes. So I, I mean, it was. It's been a few years, so I'm probably going to get this wrong. But in advanced research topics, we were learning about um, social moral development. And um, what AP was saying fits very well into like what we now understand through a lot of um, rigorous study about in-group and out-group um, relations. And um, 
oh, I could be getting this wrong, but I think Jonathan Haidt did some research about um, how college students act in this because, um, you know, kind of like quote unquote woke culture, like campus, co college campus culture obviously happens in the university setting. And he talks about how sometimes these, you know, young adult actions to cut someone down for being problematic in some way is more about, um, it's about signaling that you know the right thing to do. And it's also a way to try to actually boost your own power and standing mm -hmm. within the group by cutting someone else down by like crapping on them basically. Yeah. And yeah. so it's totally true. There are so many different ways in which our motives are purely to signal um, our standing uh, and um, power within our in-group. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. a lot of for um, a lot of ways that comes in the form of language and using very specific language. So like a very easy example is in Islam, like being really good at Arabic and, you know, being able to use all these Islamic Arabic terms to like demonstrate like I'm in the know. I know this very niche, you know, esoteric way to talk about these things instead of just like in my own language. I mean, there's there's examples of this in literally any community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to be very honest. Um, I think throughout my life and <laughs> uh, for many years, and um, I can't believe I'm kind of uh, openly admitting this now, but uh, for much of my life, I feel like I have kind of seen it as a big virtue to know something and to know everything that I can know and to acquire as much knowledge as possible. And throughout my life, I have always had this thing that I never want to appear, uh, that I or that I never want to not know something, because uh, I feel like that will make me feel uh, bad. It will make me feel weak. It will make me within my own moral framework that I have built in my own head. It will make me feel wrong, wrongful, and weak, and 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 bad. And so I want to. You and I should talk sometime. <laughs> I feel like to myself, I I always I I have this big anxiety to get in as much information as possible, even when it's completely useless information, because I want to make myself uh, I want to make I want to feel more knowledgeable and want others to see that I am more knowledgeable because that's so what in my own own world that makes me feel better. But mm -hmm. and then in in the end, I realize it's just like the motive is so stupid, actually. <laughs> well, actually, it's not it's not stupid because it's like. Everybody has that to some extent, you know what I mean? Like this is something that everybody feels threatened when they are portrayed as like not knowing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it takes a very high level of maturity to know that and to say that, you know what I mean? Like, and also it takes a huge level of self-awareness because there's two things here that is seen as like, maybe you feel less or inferior one is one is the lack of knowledge but the harder one to see and notice is the fact that you are like at the the knowledge of you feel uh, feeling inferior because of lack of knowledge yeah, okay so yeah. there's two there's two taboos here right and you basically addressing both of them like mm -hmm. I, I i really take i think like it takes a very high level of both self-awareness and maturity to first see that and then to second admit that you know what i mean because but, i could tell you that most people feel that but most people don't notice that they feel that 
and even if they do, they would never admit it. <laughs> right? So May really maybe the, the problem is, I mean, maybe I'm just I'm only sitting here and uh, openly talking about this and admitting this because I want to I want people to see that I am self-aware, that I am honest and that I am humble because no, I see that that, that is, is beneficial and good. You know, well, that is true. <laughs> but I, I, I honestly like we, that is happening with every time we're talking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like every time, like. Like, this is not something that to be, to look at as like a negative. Every single person, somebody opens their mouth to say something is because they want the other person to see value in something, that, in yeah. what they're saying, and to see that person as a source of value and a source of like, this is the way you see, like, we can't see value in ourselves in a vacuum, right? Yeah, yeah. We use society as a mirror. Like, society is like, am I worth something? Hey, society... Look at what I have to offer. Tell me if I have value. Like there is no other mirror to look at. There is yeah. like you can't. We you define can't ourselves in relation to others. Yeah. Right. We're social beings. That's how we work. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because people say like, you're just making this video video because you want just to get views and people to see it. Like as opposed to what? Like every <laughs> single person that has written a book, any person that had like a radio show, any person that went to a party to talk to people, any person like. Why do you think like we just want to say things to put in a vacuum? I hope nobody sees it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, of like any singer, any street performer, anybody, anybody that has a class in a, in a university, they want the class to be full and not empty. Like, I don't understand. Like, as opposed to what? Like, no, we want to say things that we're hoping that nobody pays attention. <laughs> like, what <are> you <laughs> like uh, it's so weird that. Yeah. But I I think like we shouldn't like if we once we notice what our motivations are. I think we should not demonize it as something, you know, wrong. Like, yeah, yeah we want to be accepted in society as opposed like, just like we want to eat, just like we want oxygen, just like we, we want to, we, we have, we have lust, we have thirst. This is part of being human. Yeah. What else do you expect? Yeah. It's your human nature. It's human all too human. Yeah. 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 Sorry for being human, I guess. Yeah. But uh, here I have a question for uh, you mentioned Nietzsche. Um, I, like, do you have any opinions on Nietzsche's opinions on Christianity? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> wait. Let, let me let me take this off. I was as uh, before the show started. <laughs> <laughs> I put on this cross, and we kind of agreed that I should yeah. just have this on, and we shouldn't make any reference to it at all. I, yeah, I know. I'm like. <laughs> 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 but i just couldn't resist i was like okay this is kind of a... <laughs> so, so i just i just put this on as a as a gag because i have it here with me in my in my room all the time because i love it so much and i put it on mm -hmm. when i pray uh <laughs> just, just kidding uh i got it for a completely different purpose but yeah uh nietzsche christianity uh depends it's it's just it's just uh very deep i think uh, Nietzsche's opinions on Christianity are often very uh, much distorted and taken out of context, misunderstood, misrepresented. Mm -hmm. But uh, the thing is, he has some some contradictory opinions, some some differing, some mixed opinions about about Christianity. For example, he thinks that uh, Christianity, in essence, has uh, good qualities. On the other hand, he thinks that Christians are he openly says Christians are hypocrites. Christians are uh, powerful, 
weaklings use their their weakness to assert power over society which is why he calls them hypocrites he says that they are uh, he, he he admires jesus in a way and says that he is the only uh the only the only Christian, which kind of doesn't make sense because Christianity refers to Christ he as him. He says, he says Jesus is the only Christian, the only true Christian or something like that. And what he means is that Jesus is the guy who uh, talks about such profound uh, truths in life and in the world that he delivers those profound truths with uh, some high-level uh, symbolism and, mm -hmm. um, and, and metaphor, which, uh, which in his... Which, uh, by his implications, by his descriptions, the Christians were not smart enough to understand, and therefore, uh, really? therefore, kind of corrupted and misunderstood. You know that, that that's why he says Christians are not in agreement with what uh, Jesus actually preached and actually said. His uh, thoughts about the world and about life were so profound. But on the other hand, uh, he also has this issue that Jesus was merely somebody who established a uh, morality within a uh, slave mm -hmm. culture and has established a slave morality where right. he preached uh, because they were lesser people, the Jewish people were lesser people, oppressed people who didn't have enough power to stand up to the powerful, great, right, right. honorable uh, Romans. So they vilified right. everything that the Romans stand for, like power, wealth, you know, lust, this and that, vilified right. all those things and said, you know, hey, we don't have those things, but you know what? We don't need those things those things are those bad. are evil those are yeah. evil our yeah. qualities weak being meek. weak being meek being poor being gentle being this and that exactly. that is actually good we are the good guys not them so right the jews and the christians turned the whole thing around turned good into bad and bad into good and adopted that as their own moral code and established a slave morality that's what he says right uh and one thing that he says, which uh, which is why he calls them hypocrites, Christians, he says that uh, what they did in the end is they turned this weakness into their own morality, into their focus and, and their own strength. And then they started to assert their power with their weakness over others. So they did the same thing that everyone does to assert power and to strive for power while appearing weak, because that's what they considered good in their contradictory times. That's what he yeah. very much says. I mean, that's very much a very nice analysis. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, <laughs> my, the feeling I got was that he kind of uh, saw Christianity as a great source of evil, but it admi admired Christianity as a, as how good it was at defeating a, the Roman Empire. Like, like so, like he he kind of saw it as an enemy, but respected it and confused about how well it worked. That's how I felt. It was like because he he saw that he saw Christianity as an ideology that turned everything that is bad into a virtue. Yeah. Like yeah. he thought, like he saw he really respected Hellenism, the Greek the Greek ideology, and the Roman Empire. He saw those like as especially like well the the Apollo side of it, not the not the other. Well, so he he kind of saw like these the Roman civilization as like as as an empire that was powerful that was uh, that understood the role of power that knew how to govern but all of these things that made the roman empire great because these weak pathetic people <laughs> didn't have that they were jealous uh -huh. so because they couldn't get it instead of trying to get it instead of trying to become powerful and get it 
They said those things that you have are bad and evil mm-hmm. and being weak and pathetic and, you know, like it, it, the, 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 anything that makes you weak, they turn it into a virtue. Anything that makes you lose and not gain and not become powerful, they twisted it. They, they, he sees Christianity as this very twisted, weird ideology that all the things that make society and humans weak, they turn those, those into virtues mm-hmm. and for and here's what he and this is why he thinks christianity is bad and evil but here's what he doesn't understand the weird thing is that it worked <laughs> yeah. right so he's like he, he these pathetic weak people who were nothing managed to convince an empire like that this weird that, that their weird take of the world is correct and for no reason at all these people that had their power they just gave up on their ideology that is working and they were like okay here's the power to the Christians, They're like, why did that work? That should not have worked. So Nietzsche, that's why Nietzsche. Was well, there, there's one thing that he miscalculates. Uh, he he does this thing. He he puts very he puts very big emphasis on this uh, on the concept of uh, resentment. He specifically uses the French word uh, resentment resentment for to describe why the Jews established a moral system where they turned uh, weak things into into strength because yeah. uh, it wasn't just that they uh, that they were oppressed it was that they were oppressed and tried to uh, overcome the oppressors and regain power but they fought were were suppressed fought were suppressed fought were suppressed and that over time turned into mm-hmm. uh, resentment as a result they turned away from the goal of being strong again and uh, started making it started making weakness their their virtue the issue is uh, what I think he miscalculates about um, why Christianity worked and why the Roman culture didn't work is that uh, Christianity provides inner stability. You know, it's uh, Roman Roman culture, for example, has this thing. It has this in-group and out-group uh, reaching for power and for, you know, for overpowering the other, for being powerful, for showing off and this and that, this, this human desire to just, you know, gain power. Whereas Christianity uh, doesn't necessarily have that. Christianity has this uh, Christianity historically had this aspect that it was that it had out of group uh, intolerance and violence in uh, in so far that uh, Christianity became a force that was fighting those who are not Christians, but within within the own group, uh, violence and hate and intolerance and all of that was not considered good, was not considered virtuous. So they built a. Um, a, a, an inner peace and stability which prevented a christian society from you know infighting and falling within itself uh a super, which, a super which is tribe. yeah which is a problem that happens in many which, which is a problem that uh made many other civilizations like the the the, the nordic people or the yeah. uh some of the greek uh tribes and some of the romans collapse because they because they just can't come to peace because they always have to fight and prove themselves christianity kind of like islam stops too. with that and islam yeah. does that too islam does that too right like islam like a lot of people think like oh islam is uh egalitarian because once you're a muslim everyone is equal uh well technically it's still a supremacist ideology because if you're not a muslim you're inferior and also like we have to take them into care. Like, yes, once you're a Muslim, you're supposed to be equal as long as you're not a slave uh-huh. and as long as you're not a woman, right? Uh-huh. But true. Technically, all Muslim men are supposed to be completely... All free Muslim men are supposed to be equal, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that makes it that makes it egalitarian 
because that's just like one super tribe that is supposed to be superior yeah, yeah. Uh, then and i think islam got that from christianity yeah very like much before, but yeah yeah the, with islam the issue is go ahead, go ahead that's the strength of having an evangelical nature to the faith like judaism is exclusive it is supposed to be for a specific ethnic group and you can't under ordinary circumstances or you know there's there's some loopholes <laughs> but you can't really convert to it in the same way that it is much easier to convert and join the tribe or the superordinate identity of islam or christianity and which is why it i it's flourished so easily across the globe in my opinion yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, it's a thing like with uh, with Islam. In order to be to become part of a of the stable, strong society, all you have to do is just to adopt the ideology and become part of it, and then you're you're good. You know, you're free from from danger. The, with with the Jews, it's like uh, you can't just change your opinion and become part of it. You have, which is why they are hyper vigilant all the time on edge have to watch out they are a small group walking and watching out so that the others don't hurt them whereas with islam yeah islam just basically tries to become a major force which absorbs everything around it and uh, builds builds it as a solid wall as a society as a solid society which doesn't work didn't work but that is at least the goal yeah um, and also Christianity got that from um, money, their money religion, which is, I think, in English. Manichaeism. Manichaeism. Yeah, yeah. Right, Manichism. Which came from Iran, right? So this whole idea of universe, uh, universality um, didn't, Christianity didn't came up with it itself. It got it from Manichaeism, I think. Uh, I mean, debatable. originally it wasn't. Debatable. Actually, I don't know, no, because it was before that when Paul, when Paul decided that Romans could be Christians. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. that level of universality, um, I think, was you know copied a little bit from Manichaeism because it was. Well, I don't know if Saint Augustine got a lot of things from Manichaeism. I don't know. If the sex negativity is definitely Manichaeism. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it was part of the. Sex. It was part of the earliest Christian scripture that they should uh, now go out into the world and make disciples and you know in, invite people. Uh, this whole right. evang evangelizing is part of the the very first uh, Christian texts which we have today. Uh, Actually, I take that back because like the whole idea of the Jew um, Christianity splitting into the two branches of a, being a Jewish cult or being. A universal religion because like they're basically going the Paul route or what was Jesus's brother's name um that guy Jesus's yeah. brother he that guy wanted to make keep it a Jewish cult he didn't like Romans becoming John the Christian. Baptist no his brother Jesus's brother not the not the Baptist okay but that guy didn't want that to wanted Christianity to remain Jewish but it was uh, the this other sect that became more popular where romans could actually become christian so that okay. was way before manichaeism so that so it, it was it predates that so i, I was i was wrong. i think i was wrong the, the thing with manichaeism was manichaeism yeah. had had some uh had some rivalry with christianity going on at some at some point because uh although manichaeism is totally irrelevant today uh it was actually when christianity was uh on the rise as a missionary uh religion you know spreading through missionary work within the roman empire manichaeism was actually almost uh, i think equally popular and was yeah. uh, competing with with christianity and becoming yeah. a global religion it was a it was 
on the way of becoming a global religion. It was just not very well founded. Yeah. It wasn't very yep. solid. The concept of original sin and sex negativity uh, and the evilness of the flesh and the body and everything that for, in Christianity that comes from Manichaeism, right? And then Islam, Islam also got that from Christianity, which is like, uh, you know, you know when when the Jewish people they had that, the story of Adam and Eve and the apple and everything, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that they didn't like the or that doesn't mean that they had the concept of original sin. It was the Christians who turn that story into the concept of original sin and they got that from manichaeism mm -hmm, so which is mm -hmm, very interesting mm -hmm. yeah. well I, I see that there's a lot of uh, a lot of theorizing about how uh christianity had some influence from or maybe great influence from zoroastrianism because of the yeah whole, whole thing because of the time under zoroastrian influence uh christianity being in a time and an environment where it had uh, a lot of intercultural born into an environment where it had, it had a lot of intercultural interactions so the, the, the whole concept of satan being this uh being this other guy then this this dualism between god and satan for example is uh by many scholars thought to be a result of zoroastrian influence actually before before Christ, um, the jewish religion got influenced by so Christianity was influenced a lot by monarchism, which is a Persian religion. But before that, Judaism was influenced by Zoroastrianism, which is another Persian religion. So this whole idea of turning the devil into uh, good versus evil, turning like the, the battle between good and evil in heaven, that was a direct copy from Zoroastrianism, which is because when the Jews were exiled into Babylon and then when the Persian Empire yeah, yeah. came over and took Babylon and then the Jews went back to... Even though many of them, many of them stayed, many of them went back to uh, Jerusalem. However, Jerusalem at that point was under the Persian Empire for for a couple hundred years, and they were heavily impacted by Zoroastrianism, including the concept of heaven and hell. They, they first, you know, angels. You know, before this, there was like God had these like um, people in his court and helpers, but they weren't necessarily angels. This whole idea of angels and demons was copied from Zoroastrianism. Angels was finally started to be named, became major characters in Jewish stories. All of this was copied from Zoroastrianism. I would not say that um, it was definitely copied from Zoroastrianism. I would not even it's say that the, that the Satan oh, that the Satan thing was copied from Zoroastrianism. I would just say that there is some there are some scholarly opinions that strongly suggest that that is the, that that is the case or that yeah nothing is certain this is just the most likely yeah, thing yeah. just because it, it like if you see the change perfectly matching the time but they were under persian influence so it's just the most likely explanation nothing yeah. is certain and also satan was there in before all of this in Jewish scripture. Yeah, he didn't. Role, he just didn't have the same role. He didn't have the same. Yeah, his role changed. Yeah, like yeah. he used to be just like part of the council of God. Like he yeah. wasn't like this. It wasn't this binary nature of like good versus evil. So it's not. It wasn't like Satan was introduced to Judaism because of Zoroastrianism. Satan's role changed, and Satan used to be a title. It wasn't his name. Eventually, mm -hmm. his role kept on changing because of Zoroastrian influence. And again, you're right. Like none of this is for sure. Everything is just based on probabilities. Uh -huh. This is the best explanation that we have right now. You're right. Yeah, we have yeah. to mention. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Zoroastrian yeah. has this whole thing that it introduced to. Uh, maybe it didn't introduce. It was uh, a major uh, religion, a major culture, which carried this whole idea of uh, dualism and uh, Gnosticism in the world, and that very much uh, brought forth the the idea of manic. Manichaeism, which uh, 
which is today known as the which is which is even i think interchangeably used people use the word uh manichaean to say that something is very dualistic for example mm. that there is this uh mm. divide between between uh light and darkness or good and right, evil right. and uh that's how with that influence certain uh christian uh movements and certain christian ideas gnostic uh christian ideas came into existence which were regarded as huge heresies by the early christians but they for example have this entire idea that uh they do accept the message of jesus and they do accept the the early gospels they add certain other gospels which are not accepted as as uh, as authoritative and as uh true by the general christian consensus but uh by which they argue that the whole idea of uh jesus coming and you know saving you through uh belief and taking you to heaven and this and that is not really uh true but what is really true is that uh there is actually this divide between the good and the evil god is not almighty he is just one of two sides uh the the, the darkness below is evil it is dirty and filthy you are supposed to dissociate yourself from that and know god in order to know the light in order to go to the light which is why you should devote mm -hmm. yourself to that so it, it's a whole different thing you know? so a whole different uh way to look at belief and the nature of uh, reality and the world it's i don't know how do we yeah, it's actually very interesting. I think it's, it's very fascinating. Like, I think like we could do this with Islam as well, because if uh, the, the problem is with Islam, we don't have much information about its early history. But if you like study the early history of like Judaism and early history of Christianity, you could see that it was never as clear cut as Christians and Jews make it seem like this was like a revelation from God and it was this and this was the perfect Christianity. You could see like it, it took them a couple of hundred years to even decide what's Christianity. Like they were like if you look at like early history of Christianity, the competing ideas in Christianity were so fundamentally against each other. Like we have like sex in Christianity that like Jesus was not even Jesus was like a this alien God that was fighting against Yahweh because Yahweh was this like evil God and Jesus was the good God. Like we have so many different, <laughs> and he was trying to save us from th this debt that we owe to Yahweh by sacrificing himself. And he was like, like there were sects of Christianity that were like, there's no way Jesus is Yahweh because Yahweh is like this monstrous evil thing and Jesus is good. Like, but we have so many different ideas uh, at, at the beginning of Christianity that seems like nothing like we, as, as we recognize as Christianity today. And eventually they keep fighting each other out and some of them, and if you were actually at that time and if you were a betting man to on which one is going to win, you probably would have bet wrong. Like, like it, it didn't seem like the one that we consider as Christianity today, it didn't seem like that would be surviving. Like eventually like one of them survived. But you know anybody what? who studied, yeah, go on. So, so, sorry. Uh, uh, no, there, there, there's this group which uh, still is almost extinct today, but uh, they still exist uh, in small numbers, are uh, the Mandaeans. And uh, some, some think that they correspond with these, with these people who are mentioned in the Quran, actually, as the, the, the Sabians. You know? The Quran mentions these people called the Sabians. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some people think that, that this corresponds with, these, with this group called the Mandaeans. Because when the Islamic Caliphate expanded, these people, the Mandaeans, uh, came and said, hey, we have a holy book, we have a scripture we are one of the people of the scripture which your book mentions so that's what apparently what they said to the to the to the caliphate which is why the caliphate left them alive as a group that you know uh, can live as a minority and what they have is <clears throat> they apparently have this thing they follow john the baptist 
as a uh, true guide and a prophet and somebody who delivers the truth from the one true being, the, the light, they have this dualistic Gnostic uh, view of the world. And what they actually have, if you look into their scripture, um, I don't want to misrepresent them, but basically they say that uh, the that the good being is the one God above, whose representative is John the Baptist, and the evil being below, who is equally mighty, his name is Yahweh, and uh, he sent a wow. spirit, an evil spirit into the world called Jesus, who came here to corrupt the world and to spread evil and this and that. And this is, this is uh, it, in brief, vaguely what they believe in. They actually consider Christianity to be uh, sent from the evil side, and they are supposed to stay away from it and supposed to go to the wow. light. And it's, 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 very, it's very strange what kind of things emerged in that time. See, I've, the early history of Islam is also like I've, people, I think if more people just study history, it would be hard for them to be religious. Like if you like study the early history of Islam, it becomes so apparent, so obvious very fast that this was not like a divine revelation set in stone from the beginning. Like it took people a very long time to even figure out what this religion is. <laughs> like they were like, nobody was sure about what they believe in. Like this was like a political process. This was like, as Nietzsche would uh, love to argue is like, this was like people fighting for power. And yeah. what eventually became canonized as Islam was basically different factions fighting for their authority. And what becomes, you know, a canon Islam or not was more to do with who's influence, who wants to, who, who wins in, increasing their influence in society and wins the power play more than what's best for best guide for humanity and what serves humanity the best or obviously no it's not a revelation from god if that's how it works right like what do you think i mean, you think history is the best way to make people doubt their religion basically? yeah i mean the, the, the study of uh, of human culture and of religions um uh, really reveals a lot of stuff about 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 how and why uh certain religions developed uh, i mean is islam has a lot of a lot of gaps and a lot of holes in its whole foundation in its entire narrative which is why within the first uh centuries uh, there were there were factions within Islam. They couldn't agree on uh, who is telling the truth about about Islamic theology. They couldn't agree whether people now have free will or don't have free will, whether people are predetermined or not predetermined. And this is an issue that uh, Muslim scholars nowadays uh, act like this was a matter of the past, and they were true heresies, and they were both wrong, and the middle path is right. But today they are still in disagreement about this. They have still not solved this problem because it's a problem that cannot be solved because. The scripture is inherently contradictory about this whole stuff. And then right. there is, there is, uh, where is Allah? What is Allah's nature? Where did he come? Where, where was he before the creation? Where is he now? This is a matter that, uh, the Salafis and the, the, the Asharis and all the others, uh, heavily disagree on. And they even resort to calling, uh, each other, uh, kafir over this matter because, <laughs> because they can't agree whether, uh, Allah is this being who is physical and who is uh, outside or above his creation or whether he's, everywhere it's it's like these are things that, so that work. does he have a throne obviously he's obviously yeah. above a throne with a glorious yeah. shin it's a glorious <laughs> shin yeah, yeah like, does he have a hand like the, the mention of his hand in the quran is it the literal hand or is it a metaphoric hand 
that's a very that's a, I, I, a lot of people don't know a lot of Muslims don't know that's a huge debate, right? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of a lot of like some the Salafi Muslims they say like there's no metaphor in the Quran. So when when you hear the right hand of God Allah, that's an, a literal hand. And that's by, by the way, I don't know uh, based on what you just based on this we, we depicted Allah. You know that uh, AP, right? You did. Yeah, we depicted Allah. Oh, it's oh, the best uh, depiction of Allah ever. Oh boy! This is the first time because a lot of we wanted to show people that this is a discussion. This is a oh, debate. Boy. In wait, let me show you. Oh, no, it's boy. it's not. <laughs> you guys talk while I find this. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you know what? I was actually uh, raised in a Sufi influenced uh, Sunni Muslim culture, and uh, my parents very much followed the whole. Um, Sufi understanding of the nature of Allah and where Allah is and all that. So as a child, I actually learned that I'm not supposed to, uh, you know, uh, say that uh, some people in Muslim culture say, you know, Allah is is up there or Allah is above us or Allah is whatever, whatever this is. And my, my parents and my culture basically taught me that I am not supposed to say this because this is... Uh, borderline blasphemy this is almost oh this is blasphemy because allah is not above allah is everywhere you know everywhere around us that's what i was supposed to believe in for example this, this is our depiction of allah based on the court based on quran he's like a if glorious have... mermaid <laughs> no because he's supposed to have only one shin okay? <laughs> the quran like this is if you take if you, if the quran is no metaphor no, no. at all so if you apparently he has how many right hands Two. He has supposed two right hands. He only has one shin. He's above his throne in the sky, literally, no metaphor. And if you accept the Quran with no metaphors, this would be the most accurate depiction of Allah. <laughs> and he still is shredded. He's got abs, okay? He's glorious. That was, I don't know why you're laughing. And he has, and he has an atheist republic tattoo, as obviously, on his right arm. So, <laughs> wait, wait, why does why does Allah have muscles? What do they serve? What, 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 what's, what's their purpose? Because he's supposed to be glorious, obviously. Okay, what, but, but, but what, like... what purpose do muscles serve exactly in all looking of... good? Looking good. Guys, if you're gonna see our more of our blasphemous art, go to blasphemousart.com. We have blasphemous art there for all of you. Yeah, so go check them out. That, we have a actually you should if you think that's like what's the purpose of that, you should we have for our patrons. We have a nude version of that, and there's nothing else very no. huge and glorious about Allah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to see it. I'm not interested. <laughs> you don't want to see I, it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> you started all this. You started all this blasphemous art stuff. Like it was because of you. <laughs> you and Apostle, you and um, you and Abdullah Samir started like the whole blasphemous art project. What what did you what what did I do? Well, it was. Wait, how did it start? Like, it was Muhammad you, Hijab like, originally. You, yeah, it was because of your you know thing with Muhammad Hijab that we started. Oh yeah, because you started you started desecrating the Quran. Okay, we joined you, and oh, a lot of Hindus and then a lot of Hindus liked it and they followed us. And then in response to that, Abdullah Samir started posting pictures of Kali. And then we joined Abdullah Samir, and that the whole thing led to the 
Blasphemous Art Project. So it was because yeah. of you and Abdullah Samir that we that's, did that. That's not my fault. That there is a disconnection <laughs> in the in the. Islam. There's <laughs> a. Oh yeah, your fault. We're thanking you. It's a celebration. <laughs> no, yeah, it's I, your fault. I bear no response. I'm. I have washed my hands with. I'm washing my hands with Coke. You know all that. I have nothing to do with that. Wait, I, I have a question something. for AP though. Go ahead. But go ahead. So I'm very curious what you think. So you've been doing, you know, your channel for what, like three years now, maybe more. Three years. And um, what do you think is like the next step for the ex-Muslim movement? Like, what do you think is lacking? Do you think oh, it should, I don't, I don't it care should about be taken further? I don't care about the ex-Muslim movement. I think. Uh... The ex-Muslim movement can suck it. Uh, no. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I don't know. It's like I'm, I'm not really. I'm not really. Um, I'm not really doing something. I, I don't know. I don't really have that on my mind. I'm not really doing something with the you know with with, with a specific uh, collective purpose on my mind. Uh, it's never how I went. I'm kind of. I've always been alone wolf i guess in this whole thing with my uh work of talking about this stuff online i've been just like that as well uh i do have certain projects on my mind that involve others and i'm kind of looking for uh some people that i want to work with uh for that i want to i have this thought i have had it, it forever of creating a separate channel that has nothing to do with me personally, uh, where somebody else will present topics and it will be short videos and it will have a general name. It will be a separate organization which can also have its separate logo, separate entity. Uh, it can appear on billboards and this and that. I, I've always had something like that on my mind. It's not, not, not a community uh, platform, but rather something that is purely informative about uh, Islam and leaving Islam and all that. I've had that on my mind forever. I don't know when I will implement that and do that. Hmm. Uh, so that is the only thing I think that is kind of connected to the whole ex-Muslim issue when it comes to my plans. Other than that, I'm just, I'm, I'm always here to look for other ex-Muslims who want to come out and uh, speak publicly about Islam and speak publicly about their freedoms. I'm always happy to host them and to, you know, support them, to boost them. I think it is just it has been very much normalized that people leave Islam. You see them everywhere now. You see ex-Muslims everywhere on social media. They are everywhere. It has been it has been been uh, it has become a normal thing. It is increasingly becoming more and more acceptable. It will mm -hmm. spread even further. That is great. And for that, we don't even need to necessarily do more than just openly be out here and speak our minds and share our freedoms. I really admire when you bring like ex-Muslims that are like don't even have a channel, don't even have a yeah. platform, but share their story. That is like something that I really admire about your channel. That's like I think like really sweet and like, very helpful. I think in my I'm opinion. I'm very lousy. <laughs> my honestly, I think uh, I'm very terrible uh, communicating with people and making plans. Which is I why, <laughs> yeah, you you are aware of that. You are aware of that. Yeah. I know. 
<laughs> I try to I try to plan something with yeah I try to plan. I wasn't sure if you're coming army. today, but I was I, I was so pleasantly surprised. Like oh my god, yeah, she he actually showed up. That's amazing. We're so honored. <laughs> Everybody, seriously, I have I have for for a year or two I have been planning on doing something with Armin, and I am uh, still supposed to actually get to that and plan that. And Armin, you are no exception to this. There are know, so many ex-Muslims and so many others who have contacted me or whom I have contacted initially and said, hey, let's do this and this and that. And it all got kind of dropped somewhere because of me, because I'm very terrible at planning and going through with things. So well, I, <laughs> I, honestly, I wish I was honestly, better. If, honestly, if I had children and uh, every, all the things that you're dealing with, I would probably be 10 times worse than you. So, no, Yeah, no, you're, are I you still be. going to school? Me? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah of okay, course. Yeah. Yeah. There's no what way. The hell? <laughs> there's no. There's no way I would have been if like all the things you're doing. There's no way I wouldn't be worse than you if I had no. to deal with all of that. So, so. to be very honest, I think uh, I take a. I want to take a lot of time for myself to mm. keep myself sane, and I spend Good. a lot of time not doing anything productive and just awesome. taking taking I, time to myself because i think otherwise i don't know i feel like i would lose my mind with everything that i'm I, doing honestly i no 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 i don't think you should see it that i think sometimes doing nothing is productive because it's, yeah. it's called recovery time yeah yeah it's recovery time is productive because you would not be productive if you don't have some recovery time so mm -hmm. don't see it as not productive it is actually doing nothing is productive sometimes yeah, I'm not. I'm not blaming myself. I'm fine with it. I have accepted yeah. myself with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wanted to show you something we we talked about because you were shocked when I told you. You know, I told you uh, there are. Uh, we were talking about Shia Islam, and I asked you if you've seen people who consider Please. themselves to be the dogs of Ali, and you were like, "Are you ready for like, more no. bidda? Are you ready for more innovation?" Please, oh my me. God, yes! Wait, can, can, can you explain for us what the hell we're talking about? I mean, all right, there are some this people. Is, who... This is subs. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about like we were trying to come up with a guide of people like that. We know there are some Muslims who don't really know if they should be Shia or if they should be Sunni, right? <laughs> so we were then we started explaining to people like, okay, if you're a Muslim and you don't know which one is better for you, Shia or Sunni then see what your role is in a BDSM relationship. Like, just appeal to that. <laughs> if, if in a BDSM relationship, if you are a Dom, then become Sunni. And if you're a sub, then become Shia, okay? Mm -hmm. And then that led me just to ask uh, AP if he knows about the people who are proud of being the dogs of Ali. Uh, and I was like, they literally bark and they put leashes on themselves and they like, they proudly claim to be the dogs of Ali. Um, and I just wanted to show you a sample of that, okay? We, we don't have audio. We don't hear anything. You don't have, okay, here. Okay, it's, I don't know if this song is copyrighted. It's probably not. <laughs> So this is a leash as a dog. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Look how many of them are. Look at how many of them. <laughs> I, I swear to you this is a kink. I swear this is a kink. This cannot it has be a kink. To be. 
It's a kink, isn't it? <laughs> I've, I recognize this behavior from only one place, and it's called the Folsom Street Fair. What the hell is this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Guys, I'm so proud because Apostle Prophet thought he's seen everything in his love. I managed to shock him. I still managed to shock him. <laughs> I had no idea that's... So <laughs> I had oh, no man. idea that something like this exists. What the hell is this? <laughs> oh, god. oh god! Wait! Oh, that hurt. This is why. What, you, what the hell is this? <laughs> you need to do some videos on Shia and Islam. Yes, um, AP. Please, please, please. You've been doing so many on Sunni is, Islam. Is, is, what, wait, what? What the hell is it? Is this a? Is this a? Is is this something weird that's like uh even an eternal joke or is this is this completely normal? What what is this? This is okay, so <laughs> Shia Islam keeps coming up with new ways into humility to act of self-humiliation and submission, full submission. You know, and is Islam means submission to Allah, yeah. but Shias they don't submit to Allah, they submit to Ali and Hussein and all that. Like full-on submission like and okay. then, like everything you think of some anything that you could think of submission in a bdsm relationship there's probably a shia somewhere that has done that for ali okay like i bet <laughs> i i bet you there's somebody that is getting their butt cheeks red by slapping oh, him oh, Ali oh. somewhere i don't know like, what I, the I, hell man <laughs> I wonder if 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 Ali Spage himself me for Ali. <laughs> edging, edging for Ali. I'm being edged for Ali. Somebody needs to do that edging torture for Ali. <laughs> I wonder if Ali himself saw these people behave like dogs and bark. I wonder if he would be like, "Wow, great job, guys! I really like I really like what you're doing, my dogs." Like, <laughs> oh my god, your dog. Like, <laughs> There's mud walk. Oh, I don't boy. know if you've seen that. People like what? crawling in mud for no. They they put mud, and they just crawl in the mud for you know <laughs> Ali or something to just like humiliate themselves in the most disgusting way possible. They put glass on the ground and they crawl on the on the glass for <laughs> Ali or Hussein or whatever. Is it supposed this to be so like funny. an ego death kind of thing, like the Agoris yeah. do? Yeah, it's very much like the Agoris. <sighs> You know, like the most discussed, yeah. But it's it's also a little bit like, you know, the Catholic. You know, the Catholics do that as well. Like they go on the steps and crawl all the way to the, you know, as a pilgrimage. Like they use only yeah, the, the crawling on the ground to to make it the most difficult to get there as a sign to humble yourself, not standing up once. So there's that. Like it's an act of self humiliation to show your to show how much dedication that you have to. So it's it's weird. It's weird. Just, well, Catholics are subs too. So yeah, sense. Catholics are subs too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I, uh, you know, I was in the Sufi culture, and I was part of it at some point. And uh, right. Sufism is very big on, uh, on, uh, sh you know, being acknowledging that you are nothing, uh, being extremely humble, punishing yourself, you know, and uh, just, just trying to exterminate try, trying to get rid of your trying to annihilate your ego and realizing that there is only allah and allah is the only thing that matters and it, it feels very profound and feels very very amazing and lovely when you are in that and you do some very stupid things and you really consider yourself as a worthless little piece of crap basically uh so i kind of i get that but but 
but getting on the so you're crowd telling me and... that sufis are subs too yes yes very oh, yeah. much very much but barking like a dog i mean what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a kink though but right you know there are certain couples i, I that... know i know but <laughs> yeah i mean like, uh, i don't know what to say pet play for ali <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous oh, i'm boy. trying to find some there to be very honest with all my experience and my, my knowledge about islam i would have never thought that there are people within the religion who make it a virtue to make dogs of themselves it's so <laughs> Nietzsche would approve Nietzsche would like <laughs> i'm trying oh, to boy. find something else i can't find it right now there's like there's this new things that they do. if somebody could give me the terms to search for to get this but now they're like turned westernizing the whole um ashura thing with techno and people are like beating their <gasps> chest with, with like techno song and like and then there's like red light and that's actually yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no okay because you were sending me photos or videos of recent husseinia from the recent ashura and my first thought was like this is really gay <laughs> i'm not saying that it's a bad thing i was like this yeah, just you seems get to really say, gay you get to say that because you're gay so you get like just before we get canceled let's do that let's <laughs> I mean, this is as someone who, you know, appreciates the culture living in San Francisco. I know it when I see it, you know, and I was like, yeah. it's just shirtless men sweating under flashing lights, <laughs> exclusively men. I'm, not, I'm like, okay. I, AP, I'm not going to say that much of this because we get like, for some reason, YouTube might think that we're saying something that we're not. Okay. But okay. you know, the cove, you know what I'm talking about, right? The what? The cove the the thing the Andy. thing that is spreading this the thing that is spreading everywhere uh -huh. right now yeah 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 we got punished were... for mentioning that we've got we got a strike for just mentioning that by the way really right? what the hell yeah it's weird um but i thought you were saying the... something arabic for, about islam <laughs> no 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 the, the 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 disease that is spreading right now everywhere <laughs> um these people they go and they do the ashra thing for for hussein right the the ceremonies that they do for hussein uh -huh. uh, because I don't know if people know it was like recently is the month of Muharram is for when the Shias get together and they, they do um, their the crazy, crazy things. Yeah. their crazy things. Yeah. But it wasn't like that they, they weren't worried about they weren't denying that they might be spreading the disease everywhere. OK, they were proud of them possibly doing that. OK, because they're like. We are there to die for Hussein. And if this is if there's a risk, if like doing all these ceremonies increases the risk of us dying, that makes it better because we're taking a risk for Hussein. So it's not like the Christians who are like maybe in the US who are like denying that this is like they're like, oh no, I'm not gonna be sick because Jesus is protecting me. No, these people are like bring on the death because that will make an actual we will be martyrs for Hussein. You know, so I'm really, I'm really tempted to say something right now, but I don't want to. I know, don't, like don't say, don't say. It. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there something in Iran where people, at the beginning of the pandy, people were saying that like those who died in a certain way were actually like shahid? Yeah, they. That, that's what this is. They will. They a lot of people will consider if you go to a Muharram procession or something and you die from a disease because you were there, they were like, "Oh, you're a martyr. You died for a saint." So this is oh my God. congratulations. This You're will be, this is a, 
it, it's it's kind of a popular thing within Sunni Islam too. That uh, even when you go to the to the Hajj to the pilgrimage, uh, mm-hmm. you could be regarded as a as as a martyr just because you you know died there or under mm. unrelated circumstances. And right. yeah, so oh oh, I've recently seen a khut- um, like a speech by one of these Shia mullahs. Okay, I saw a video of them. AP, you're gonna love this, okay? This is a very Shia phobic stream. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah. saying, like, how can if- I be Shia phobic when my heart bleeds for Hussein? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you cry for Hussein, like for the Defa Hussein, no, 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 not cry for Hussein. If you, the, the guy was like, you don't need to, even if you don't cry, okay, even if your eyes just get a little bit teary, actually, no, that's even more than enough. Even if you just feel a little bit like crying, just a little bit, like a little bit, say, almost, oh, I'm almost feeling like crying, but you don't actually cry. All your sins are wiped out. <laughs> yes, Great. Right? Fantastic. So, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> if you, if you have one tear, that's like astronomically higher. And imagine the people who are actually like crying, like really sad, then imagine how much of their sins are wiped because th- that's like way more than necessary. You just have to be a little bit feeling just a little bit like crying. And all your sins are wiped. That's how important. Well, then I'm good is. because I've actually cried when watching the Majalis before. <laughs> I find it so funny that religious language is often so hyperbolic, so exaggerated. Yeah. And Islamic language, I think, is especially like takes it so far that Muhammad himself made very said very absurd things. If you listen to Muhammad, then uh, you will you will go to hell and also go to heaven a thousand times for very simple things. It's just very strange. Okay, I want to show you one more thing. I know you like this, okay? So, you know, as a Shia, this you're supposed to... This is my favorite. This is my favorite. This is... As a Shia... I, I know that. I think I saw that before. Oh, you've seen this? You're yeah, supposed sure. to cry, right? Yeah. Crying. You know how we were talking about in Christianity, weakness being a virtue? Shia Islam, like, to, has taken that to the max, okay? Like, being crying is the one of the best virtues in shia islam like being sad and crying and uh, right so if you don't cry there's something wrong with you if you don't cry for if you hear the story of hussein and you don't cry there's something broken about you you're like pure evil okay so you have the, the more you cry the better of a person you are okay so here's like camera showing people crying for hussein you have audio? look at this guy you're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> this is when he realizes he's on camera. Like, oh shit, there's camera. Look at it. Uh oh. <laughs> That's so ridiculous, man. So ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Wait, Murtad Skeptic is saying you guys should watch Shia's watch Karbala in VR. Have you seen this? No. Oh my god, no. <gasps> you haven't seen this? This is happening during the beginning of the pandy, like because people couldn't actually go to Karbala. So they would put on VR goggles and they were just in this room together, like sobbing while going to Karbala, like in virtual reality. <laughs> it's such a funny video. But Shia Shia is Shia is deluded uh nonsense that I personally find uh crazy and perverted and corrupt. So I don't really have very much interest in Shia. Uh I'm more of a fan of uh you know the real deal. So I haven't I've personally not seen these things. But it's it's nice to learn here more about the whole Shia side of of of, of Islam. You should do videos on Shia's love. You should. 
Please, please, please. please it's so like much fun. Just... That's why I like study it so much. It's fascinating. It's it's just so blasphemous. It's just so I don't know. It's it it hurt it hurts my it hurts me to see this perversion of Islam through the perversion. hands of the Shia. <laughs> yeah. True nature, secret yeah. Muslim. This is too I much shirk for me. This is Taria. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's ridiculous. That's funny. Will Will you do videos on Shia Islam? Would you consider it? I have, um, I don't know, people People ask me for a long time. The one thing that people asked for very often was, what is the whole Sunni-Shia divide? Will you ever make a video about that? And I thought, yeah, maybe I should make a video about that. It's an important thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. I still haven't done that. Maybe I'll do that sometime. I am working on a video that I, I have been postponing forever, which is about the Mahdi. And in, in that, I definitely want to mention that uh, the Shia side of Islam is very crazy about this topic. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah that's, that's about it so far. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you about, um, I don't know if I noticed you made a video. I can't find it anymore. You made a video about um, the utility of believing in God or something, because I have some... Um, you know, I you know, evolutionary from a meme evolutionary perspective, I could make arguments in that in that favor, of, in favor of that. Not from a, a utility from an individual perspective, but from a survival of the meme perspective. Uh, but do you have some new thoughts on that? Because I I, I think I saw you making a video on. Uh, I published I, a video uh, which which was titled um, "Why I Think." that the belief in God is uh, justifiable or reasonable. And uh, I deleted that video just like half an hour later because I didn't like it, to be very honest. I <laughs> sat down and listened to it and I thought, oh, I don't really like how I delivered that, so I just deleted it. But yeah, I made such a video in which I basically talked about um, why I don't really concern myself with uh, certain things like cosmological arguments and all that, uh, you know, which are supposed to prove or disprove God. And mm -hmm. why I think that the whole idea, it, it was actually more about why I find it understandable that people may believe, might believe in an originator or a creator or mm -hmm. something out there without uh, necessarily giving that a name. So that was actually the focus of that whole uh, video. But it kind of went into a wrong direction and was maybe a little bit misunderstood. So I, that, mm. that's why I deleted it very much. I think understandable is a word that I'm uh, okay with more than reasonable, right? Like reasonable may, makes yeah. it seem like there's a reason for it, but understandable, like if you study the nature of the human mind, the fact that it's, it sees pattern, it sees pattern where it doesn't, pattern doesn't exist. It, see, it sees agency where agency doesn't exist, right? Um, it, see, it sees causation where causation doesn't exist. It makes it, it, the and it's, it 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 needs significance and a source of care and parent figure. Like all of these desires that we have, makes it so understandable why, no matter how many times you rewind and play this, there, there would be a god. Created by my, it makes so much sense. It's completely understandable why 
the human mind would create a god, right? The way that the human mind operates, right? So I think I like the word I would use is understandable. But what I, what I actually initially used was justifiable. Why believe you know, believing in God is justifiable? Because my logic was that uh, you know I have a lot of reason to uh, to reject the whole idea of the one God because uh, to me the the entire idea of the one God comes from uh, specific teachings, from specific philosophies, specific theories. Which I uh, reject as false because I reject the, the you know, the the ideas and the arguments of those of those ideologies as as false. Mm -hmm. And God to me is merely uh, just an idea that was introduced by those ideas by those religions. Uh, mm -hmm. Outside of that, um, people may uh, speculate and may conclude that maybe there is something out there. Maybe there is some some link out there that before the before the Big Bang or before the emergence of this universe, before the creation of this universe, whatever you want you want to call it. Yeah. The issue is that uh, no matter if we conclude that there is a God or if we conclude that there is no God, uh, eventually you will have to rely on a certain amount of. Uh, inference on speculation there is a gap i think there is a much bigger gap much more inference if you want to conclude that there is a god it is much more likely that there is no such god but still in the end i think it is just uh we, we just we, we rely on reasoning on supporting evidence and on a certain amount of inference which is why i think uh you and i both cannot for certain say and prove that there is no God, and we can also not prove that there is a God. Insofar, yeah. I, I I find it uh, okay to leave it open and to say, hey, you are justifiable in believing that there is a God, although I don't agree with it. Well, I mean, as justifiable in believing in Peter Pan and Santa. Yeah, Claus, it's also just you can't prove. <laughs> you can't prove those don't yeah. exist either. I mean, it is. I think it is justifiable for myself to believe that everything that exists is purely material or physical. At the same time, I also think it is entirely justifiable to believe that there is a God. And these two things can't be true at the same time, maybe. But I think but they both can be true. Both, uh, both can be justifiable. I mean, given that the things that, as you describe, it could be justifiable with just like sitting in an armchair and thinking about things, I think I'm going to promote the idea of not relying on using empiricism more to come up with conclusions than rationalism because mm -hmm. rationalism people don't understand how flawed our rationality is and what crazy yeah. ideas we could get to it like this is why like rationalism without empiricism is just like this is my one of my problems with just pure philosophy without mm -hmm. science there right like our brains are not reliable sources yeah. of information. Yeah. You need actual evidence for believing yeah. in things. Right. You and I, we are sitting here. We, we might be saying things that seem completely reasonable to you and me and right. to the average uh, person in our time, to the average atheist or the average theist in our time, but that might seem completely ridiculous in just, you know, in a, in a decade or so. I don't know. So well, then, <laughs> we're just, yeah. we're just uh, humans, just animals, just beings who just use a certain mind with limited capabilities in order to find something out and you can't fully rely on that and say hey this is definitely true you can just mm. make you can just come to conclusions and justify i really like the, i really like the fact that you make videos and you decide that oh this was not good like you're very ex <laughs> you're very open to being like yeah i don't like I, I was wrong or i should have phrased this differently i've noticed that about you you know i mean like you don't have like this overconfidence problem you're so willing to 
change your narrative, change your opinion. I'm like, oh, I changed my mind on this. This is like not that many people are like that, especially people that are this public and in front of this many people who might consider being wrong as a major sign of weakness. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that hasn't I don't see that in you, which is it very just shows admirable. that I'm it just shows that I'm weak. Pathetic. The thing is, uh, I wish it was a little bit different because uh, I, I see why why you consider it nice, but I think I very often deal with uh, perfectionism, which I think mm. keeps me a little bit back. I tr- I put something out and I'm like, ah, I don't really like this, and I gave up on so many projects and so, on so many videos that mm. I just didn't find good enough which is why i didn't publish them although i really wanted to share some information that is in there so <laughs> maybe what have you maybe look at some of your old videos that you don't like and then review it and tell people why you don't like them you know what, why I, you, what I do when i look at my old videos just when i look at videos that are two years old i sit there and i cringe and like do that do that with your audience so that like if they're if they're like you were like you know what it is cringe and this is why i changed my mind on it like you could like yeah. do some review on your old videos and be like, oh, I shouldn't have said this. If I was doing it now, I would have said this. Into... I think that would be very And that's easy content. content. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that's easy content. And it's very interesting. I, the, yeah, I've the seen how I... terrible my English was like two years ago. And that just makes me cringe too. I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> that just makes bad. you sound more authentic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I just like the idea of popularizing the like I just think like associating certainty with strength is like what yeah. gets us into a lot of these problems. So I want to like do the Christian thing of turning weaknesses into virtue by saying like you know what I am strong because I admit I don't know. Like you know like yeah. I you know cool. making it cool to say I don't know I don't know yeah. Actually, there are studies that show that the more certain you are, the less likely you are to change someone's mind who has an opposing opinion than you. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you're trying to change someone's mind and you actually demonstrate a little bit of uncertainty, they're more likely to actually consider your position and shift their beliefs and or maybe decrease the level of certainty that they have in their own previously held assumption. So it's a huge benefit. Humans connect yeah. by uh, by by relating to each other because you know mm. the other human that you listen to is uh, similar to you, and when you see somebody who is more open about themselves and who is ready and willing to show weakness, then you find that relatable to something within you which you are aware of all the time. If you see mm-hmm. somebody who is completely overconfident and who is like bragging and who doesn't who doesn't uh, show any weakness, it's just it becomes uh, less relatable the more overconfident it becomes. Uh, so it, it, it is. I, I used like, to think it was the opposite, but apparently studies showed that I was wrong because I used to think like being overly confident is what you need to sell things. But apparently, no. You're right. Like studies show that if you show, like if you tell people like this is what I think is true, but it could be wrong, people like will consider it more than be like this is for sure. Like this, is, you know. So it, I, I'm glad that that actually works, right? They're uh, much more likely that, to we, not only reject what you're trying to convey, but actually double down on their own belief, mm-hmm, regardless mm-hmm. of the evidence presented to them. Mm-hmm. Anything? I mean, you, uh, yeah, go ahead. I just I just wanted to add. I mean, arrogance is not arrogance might feel good, but it's just not great. You know, it's not it's not it's not it's not actually as popular as it seems to the arrogant person. <laughs> yeah. And unless you're joking about it, I think joking like jokingly being arrogant. Yeah, yeah, I do that, that all the time. That's, that's fun. <laughs> um, I what are are there anything that you can share? Any ideas that you like 
significant views that you had that you change your mind on recently? I don't, I don't, I don't change my mind on things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, this uh, is a, the joke that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we know what? Actually, uh, just a few, just a, a month ago, I made a post uh, that so many people took seriously because <laughs> I, I woke up one morning and I thought. Um, I woke up one morning and I thought, man, these Muslim apologists that I interacted with, you know, they always do this thing. We have destroyed him. We have humiliated you and this and that. And I'm always like, uh, you know, whatever, let's just talk. I thought, what if I do the same thing today? So I woke up and made a community post on YouTube. You can probably find it on my community page if you go a month back, in which I uh, basically said, uh, so far I have defeated every Muslim that I have talked to. I have no idea why they are still trying. And then I basically <laughs> li listed seven people and like showed how I destroyed them. And like to me, that was very obvious. I was just being very obviously uh, sarcastic and trolling people. Uh, and I was wondering what will happen as a result of that post. And in the same day, several of them went crazy about that and reacted to me and started attacking me. And I thought, oh, that's how easy it is, man. That's 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 fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people still think I was serious about that. You know, it's like it's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could actually make the most obvious joke, and somebody's gonna think yours. And yeah, this one person yeah. is going to think you're serious. It's yeah, 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 yeah. But just, just, I just want to put it out to you. I don't think I have destroyed every Muslim uh, that I have talked to. It's like I don't believe in destroying or winning or any of that stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, Didn't you it's make a post it's in your community tab like just a few days ago about how you destroyed Hakikaju in a debate or something? <laughs> Like just today. <laughs> no, no, no. I, th I think I even uh, posted several days ago and said that I actually lost uh, to Daniel Hikikachu or something like that. And that I challenge him to a, a proper debate now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you should experiment more with that. Do Like when you post debates with Muslims, just say like apostate prophet destroyed by... Muslim or something like that. Like, put that as a title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to. I sometimes I'm tempted to do stuff like that, but then it's like so, so, so uh, cliche. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Armin used to do that, and it'd be like racist destroyed by BLM activists. <laughs> like, are you calling yourself a racist? <laughs> yeah. It works. It works, I guess, right? Humiliated. Uh, humiliated. Yeah. There's some yeah, utility to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the people that I interact with, the Muslim apologists often use destroyed. And I'm like, yeah. I try to I try to make use of that sometimes. I got totally destroyed. <laughs> I yeah. Okay, before you, um, before we, like, I don't want to take more of your time, okay? But before you go, I was wondering if you, I know you don't want to, so you're going to probably say you don't want anything to do with this, okay? However, oh if you do, you have any uh, suggestions no, no, for blasphemous art for us? Because okay, so <laughs> everyone, if you go to blasphemousart.com, you can see all our blasphemous art. Oh, look at this recent one. This is like a lesbian hijabi art when <laughs> one of them is reading the Quran, um, and we have another lesbian hijabi art. Okay, so this is guys. We all have all of this on blasphemousart.com, and if you want to see the censored version, uh, uncensored version, the links are all here. So blasphemousart.com. But do you have any suggestions? Oh, this is Muhammad and Rama. We made this one. Okay, so Hinduism and um, Islam at the same time. Another lesbian. Oh, this is Jewish and 
Muslim at the same time, right in, in Jerusalem. But oh, another Hindu, <laughs> this is Mother <laughs> Kelly and Muhammad. This one is really good, by the way. Guys, the uncensored version of these are glorious. So go check them out. But do you, if you ever have, do you, right now, do you have any suggestion for a blasphemous art that we could draw? Uh, not really. I mean, it's not really my thing. <laughs> but it, I don't know, maybe you could draw Muhammad Hijab and Ali Dawa. <laughs> oh, we we will get sued for that. So we can't do we can't do real people unless they're like politicians yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. that I, would be funny. I, though. I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nothing against you, friendly people. Ali Dawa and Muhammad Hijab. I'm very sorry for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you friendly people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I don't know. I don't have look, any suggestions. Like these are glorious. This one is in a mosque. And look at the caption for this, right? <laughs> so the caption for this, it says, most people don't know that the real reason why women have their own separate private section in mosques is that female version of Islamic prayer often involves lesbian lovemaking. This oh. is why there's a curtain between men and women in inside oh. mosques. So that you learn you learn something as well while you're enjoying our art. Look, we have Christian version, Christian art as well. So this is educational? Uh, it is. Educa it's very educational. You learn about religion and you enjoy some sexy art. Right? I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this, this <laughs> under education or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you could draw me sitting on the Kaaba. How about that? Just kidding. I don't do that. Uh, Wait, do you want us yeah. to do that? We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Not naked. I don't know. Uh, no, you don't oh, have yeah. to be naked. Yeah. No, you could. You could. We could have. We could have you sitting um, on the Kaaba, and we can have Muhammad praying to you, like being destroyed. You destroyed Muhammad, and now he's submitting to you as the true winner, and he's naked. You're not naked. How about that? That makes sense. As the true prophet, he's acknowledging <laughs> the that you oh, are yeah. the seal of the prophet. That, yes, that he, he's handing over the Kaaba to you. Can we make that? We need your permission to make. Something that involves you. <laughs> I, okay, that, that that sounds fun. Okay, that sounds actually fun. I don't know. Okay, don't know. your we'll wife that. is saying, draw AP sitting on the kava, reading his phone like he's on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> some, we will send you. Funny. We will send you a clean version, high resolution version of it. If you want to print it and hang it somewhere. <laughs> That sounds funny. That sounds okay. Funny. Let's do it. No, seriously, we will we will have Muhammad submitting to a prophet, prophet and recognizing him as the true prophet, and we'll associate this with the rise of um, more ex-Muslims, more people yeah, leaving and, Islam. No, just just associate that with uh, with me becoming the new prophet of the new time. Okay. I, I don't mm, want to take any responsibility for anybody else. Okay, uh, sounds good. Yeah, it, 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 it signifies that he's fully ushered into his Medina era. <laughs> Yes. He's met in the air. Oh, wait. We can't bless him anymore. Guys, yeah, exactly. get your blessing. That's why we got to be careful with this art, Armin. <laughs> Are we ready yeah. for this? <laughs> yeah. 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 That oh, sounds... yeah. So, so, yeah. That sounds good. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Okay. Sounds fun. Good, good. But this is like a secular writer saying this video, his agreement is documented. Okay. So we got the agreement there. This is, <laughs> we, you can't, you can't sue us for depicting it. Yeah, you You're not going to be naked anyway. So I will send, I will send you a contract after this show. I will speak to my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. 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 Um, all right. Um, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Did you have fun? I had fun. 
I had fun. I had fun. Yeah. It was, nice. it was nice. It was good. Guys, this is just an the reason why we're streaming this is just an excuse for us to have AP on. Like we just we just want to talk to AP. Like we just take actually true. Stream at, <laughs> actually true. We just missed him. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey AP, do you want to hang out? Uh, I mean, you want to do a stream? <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are saying great stream. Thank you guys. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's uh, thank nice you. It's very. If you nice enjoyed it, make sure to like the video, and yeah. you don't need little old dust to tell you to subscribe to AP because oh, yeah. if you haven't subscribed, subscribe that's AP. your loss. Yeah, subscribe. Not his loss. Every yeah. time we tell people to subscribe to AP, AP like internally laughs of like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like I need your, <laughs> like I need your endorsement. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, this was really, this was really enjoyable. This was fun. We actually went into a lot of uh, stuff at the beginning that I never thought we would talk about. That was very nice. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. Some, some deep stuff that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, later on, we went into introducing us all to educational content, which you are working mm -hmm. on, and that is good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was nice. It was nice. I'll, I'll be happy to come back again and to Aww. talk again in the future. That's nice. awesome. We love it. Thanks, guys. Right, guys <laughs> Do you have anything this... upcoming that you want to plug? Anything yeah. you want to promote? No, not right now. I actually have something very funny that's coming up, but I don't want to reveal too much about it. Uh, Ooh, that's okay. enough tease. That's Some, enough tease. Something for... very funny that is upcoming that I'm doing with somebody else who was quite popular on YouTube in the past in terms of comedy uh, regarding Islamic comedy. <gasps> but I don't want to reveal more about that right now. But we're going. I think Susanna figured nice. it out. Don't say it. Don't say. It. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. Yeah, but that will come soon. I'm, I'm working on it. We're working on it together right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> guys, go check out Apostle Prophets. Not for his sake, because he he's already growing like astronomically fast. For your own sake, go subscribe to AP, uh, especially because like something exciting is about to happen. Uh, but yeah, yes, I'm looking yes, forward to that. Yes, <laughs> yes. And go, guys, go check out blasphemousart.com to see our beautiful, beautiful blasphemy. It's go our gorgeous art. It's available. There's a free version, and there's like. The nude versions are not free, but we do make free versions with everybody's clothes. And so there's that. So that's also sexy, even though there's no nudity in that one. But yeah, there's nude versions available for each one of them as well. So go check it out. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it like, I don't know what the hell is this. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. And thank you for everybody in the live chat. And we'll be live again soon. Bye. And thanks and stay away from Islam. Stay, yes, stay away from Islam. Stay away from Islam. <laughs> <laughs>